podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's okay. Finally waited. Erickson, low. Great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Emerson Sanchez. Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal! On debut, Tunga Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs! Let's take it out of the way. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Oh wow, what a run! Jermaine Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career. Good evening, welcome to the latest episode. If you're an op, this is called Bird of My Enemies. If you're not, this is called Touchdown Hotspur. Um, I'm joined by a band of, of definitely not so merry men. So I'm going to get the introductions going. I'll start with myself. I'm your host for this evening. Back from my hiatus uh, within the NHS, my name is Ohio. Um, apologies for any audio problems because my trim is quite loud at the moment. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start with one of the founding members of the Dark Skin Society, Tobes. How are you, bro? Um, I'm good, but I'm sure by the end of this episode, my head's going to be hotter than it was last night. So, yeah, let's <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's Is go, it going to be hotter than the uh, the sixty pound that burned a hole in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> no, not as hot as that. But yeah. let's, see, let's see what happens come the end of the episode. Right. Oh, fucking hell! Uh, to, we have tonight's. Um, we have Scott Hall from the New Spurs Order, also known as Mr. Yard himself. How are you, Chief? Uh, you know, I'm out here, innit? it? Trying to be nice, trying to be innocent, because I know, I know my brother Toby is, he's about to to meet the ring of fire tonight, but it's fighting, innit? it? The New Spurs Order is in effect. You might better be on notice because the only one that might not get clapped today is Kane, and he still might get clapped. So just let you know, and we, we ain't mucking about right here no more. <laughs> okay, now. Right, and we have um, fresh, fresh off the Ramadan remontada. We have Kevin Nash from the New Spurs Order, also known as Sai Full of Soul. How are you, bro? I'm good, brother. I'm better than a lot of the man that lost money this week. Obviously, mm-hmm. crypto market crashed, and Tobes lost sixty pounds to fucking spend. <laughs> 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 mad times out here, bro. Yeah. 
yeah. Brothers yeah. are starving. <laughs> yeah, I've got to give a two sweet to my uh, New Spurs order, brother. Two sweet? Two sweet. Love to see it, love yeah, to see it. We have, our, we have our resident NHS hero. He's uh, he's not on call. He's chilling on the sofa for once. And it, we have our boy Tops. How are you, bro? Yeah, good, brother. I can't complain, man. I'm just happy to pop off some shots tonight. Hopefully, it uh, won't be as dry as Tottenham were yesterday, but we'll see how we do, man. Is your is your is your, is your head still hot from Twitter the other day? Where? The clan got fucked up by the villain, innit? Fucked up real good, right? Real good. Hey, it was it was mad. Head was hot in the middle of the bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was replying to messages that weren't there. I said, no. Wow, Ah, And then last, but by, my, by no means least, fulfilling the Latsin quote for tonight. Some say Come Deli Ali copied him for the trip. We know who, we know who did it first. It's, it's the boy teacher. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Do you know what it is? It would have been done at the exact same time. It's basically this fucking bird call that goes out to everyone of mixed heritage when it's time to grow your hair a bit longer and obviously I was on the receiving on there as was Deli Ali so I'm here repping in full fledge but now I'm good back from the mountains happy to be here let's 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 kick this shit off let's crack it that's it all right we are gonna we're just gonna go straight in and um we're gonna start with the brilliant game that was the uh the Aston Villa 2-1 reverse so um I want to just see how people's pre-match thoughts Match the post-match thoughts. So Tobes, because your hood is up uh, like Prime Undertaker, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to start as I feel I feel like the level of pain you experienced is slightly different to ours for some particular reason. Uh, well, I, I don't know why you're saying some particular reason. I think we know the reason why the pain is different because <laughs> I didn't have the pleasure of watching it off the TV. I had to I had to endure being there after making a flipping hour journey to the stadium to watch that dross and be on the receiving end of a £60 deficit. So, yeah, I don't feel well. I don't feel well at all. But Did you get poisoning from that burger as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? My food, was, my food was calm, but I was seeing the photos last night and that shit actually made me ill. Like, I've seen raw burgers, like fungus on pies and shit. Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, literally everything about this club is stale. They've even infiltrated the food as well. Like, the food is stale and rubbed. And I think I think th- that was a sign. I think the food was an indication of what we're seeing on the pitch. Rotten players, used-up players, stale players, and, and, and a rubbed ownership. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pain right now. It's pain. You're, you're told me. Just, just to add on that, you see, you said this, it was an hour's journey. Like, just so I know, did you use, did you use a rail card for your, for your ticket? Cause that, that sounds far. <laughs> I'm gonna strangle this Yaga when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna strangle my sister. No they rail card used, just TFL team contactless. Oh, to, to Tottenham back to Dagenham, yeah. Dead. Dagenham, oh, right. 60, £60 in a 60-minute journey, goddamn. Anyway, wow. um, so, Yao, uh, whilst you're there, talk me through the first half, actually. Talk me through the lineup and the first half. Uh, Should I really go through the lineup? Because, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just call it that, and it? it's Mason's friends. Yeah, I'm not gonna go through the full breakdown because we know Larice was Larice, and it he was drinking his Evian, but that's, that's not enough nowadays. Like he needs he needs super max water to kind of get us through games. Yeah, diabolical as per usual. Um, regular. Listen, listen. I don't understand. Yeah, how man's come from sunny Madrid. You know. He knows all the mamacitas, you know, all of this, this good stuff. I thought man was coming with the with the Latino heat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it was cold. It was freezing yesterday. I've never seen a fantastic volley like that shanked into the top corner in my life. Beautiful for it to be against us. Genius. <laughs> There's no more tapas for that, bruv. He finished, bruv. So, right back. Oh, Lord, Tanganga, isn't it? Was it? Bro, Tanganga, yeah. Let me say this right now, yeah. I'm going to be... Look, look. I'm part of the New Spurs order, so we're not even going to like muck about no more. It's time to go, in it? Yeah, you've had <laughs> your time. I'm happy. We gave you a few hours out there. You know what I'm saying? I'll pull through the transfer request. You can end up in Swansea. Enjoy the rest of your career there, bro, because I ain't got time for none of this nonsense no more. There's no more sentimental things. So, Tanganga, you can come on down. Winks, <laughs> bring... It back. Come on down. No more sentimental things. That kid has been stinking for years, yeah? No B.O., no deodorant. Kid's useless. He's absolutely crap. And look, right now, I've, I've come back of a knee surgery, you hear me? Like, what? I'm two years removed. Man's unfit. Wings can't come down my bits. You can't come around. Nah, he'll spin you, bro. We've had this conversation. We've can't spin his own washing machine, yeah? Trust me on that, yeah? So, he's done out here. The kid's finished. He can't spin his own washing machine. He can't spin his own tumble dryer. So, he's done. I ain't got time for that, you. Lacelso. That was Hoybier, wasn't it? Hoybier, and then I think Lacelso. No, it was Delhi, sorry. Hoybier. Yeah. I, think, I think he's just tired, bro. I think he's just tired. The guy's play too much. He's just tired. He's done. He just gets rumpers. He can't do nothing. Delhi. Delhi tried to tried to channel Jar Rastafari. It didn't it didn't marry up, bruv. No no woman, no cry, bruv. Man <laughs> just doing nonsense, just finishing us for fun. Kane 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 knows where he is, isn't it? Kane's like, I'm done in it. I can't, I can't do no more. I'm, I'm finished. I'm gone. Son, let me get on to Son. See Son, yeah? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Since he's come to this club, he's never been my son. Never. Yeah? He's not related to me. Yeah? He's a fascio. Yeah? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that coming guy, back. This guy. That guy. Let me tell you about yeah? I'm not here for no more purple patches. Yeah? I've had enough. Yeah, you cannot go missing for months on end. I just can't do it no more. Yeah, I want whoever comes in. I want them to take his position. You're you're now touching bench until you earn the right. Until you earn the right to afford your own travel card, don't come back to this freaking starting lineup. You're done out here. Yeah, that boy is a top level fashion. He's been dead since his documentaries come out, and it was a dead documentary at that. Should have got somebody else to film it. The documentary is so crap, bro. I, I just and then let, me, uh, let me get on to the goal scorer. Yeah. <laughs> Even Bergwijn. Chipped on. <clears throat> Listen, Bergwijn, I don't I don't even know if um Holland have like given out the provisional have they have they given out the teams? I think have they, have they, they said, have you, have you made, 
Did, did, did Stevie make it? Let's have a look. Yeah, he keeps talking, I'll tell you. Oh, he made it, yeah? Has it? I don't think it's been announced yet. All right, cool. Well, so if it hasn't been announced, then I'm I'm saying this to the to the Dutch manager because I know he listens to us, man. You get me? We're, we're worldwide like that. Don't select my man. He's crap. Trust me. Yeah, the guy is done out here, bro. We're selling him right back. I want that you gone, bro. What was this? Man scored his first goal in Yonkers, then can't find the net afterwards. I don't get. It. He's don't in get the it. he's in the provisional squad. He's in the provisional. Yeah, because he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be there. On the basis of this season, he definitely shouldn't be there. I've had enough, yeah? Cle- clearly, I've had more than enough than Toby because I didn't spend £60 to go down there. You hear me? So, <laughs> I'm not out here no more, yeah? I'm, I'm going to do, do it next season as well. Yeah. Bro, I, I know you're going to do it next season. All right, Tom, I'm not going to lie to you, yeah? I'm, like, seconds away from ordering you headphones because I think, I think that would make it, yeah? That would that will bring the whole outfit into one. <laughs> I yeah. said tapping, tapping tight. He's calling me tight. <laughs> I'm, bro, I'm on the customized website right now. I'm ready. Yeah, you just say when we purchase. But no, I'm, I'm done with this team. I, you know what? To be honest with you, in the group, Toves was like, it was kind of like the same that he said for the Wolves game. You know, Aston Villa, Wolves, kind of similar. Expected us to not really be great, but get the job done. I saw that first goal and I was like. Mm, I don't really like what's going on. They should have had a penalty, yeah, because Watkins got clapped out by, by Lloris. I don't know why they didn't even look at that. And then yeah. we got punished, yeah. So, yeah, this team's done. It's been done. It's been done for years. That's Thank me. You Thank you very much, yeah. That was, I, was very, I was very passionate in true, <laughs> true Scott Hall fashion. Um, um, all of them, bruv. Sai, talk to me about, uh, you've been one of the, I wouldn't say staunch defenders of Bergwijn, but when Bergwijn's come up in the chat, you have been, you know, closer to defence of, you know, Stevie, Stevie B's doing okay. So, you know, obviously, I I did personally just saw some extended highlights. Um, it's quite a bullish goal from him. Like, I was quite, I was mildly surprised that the, the intensity of the press basically bounced off to you guys like a pinball and just slapped it like Sam Custer's mum. So... How did you? What was Bergwijn's performance like for you? So I was on my I was on my way home from work. So I was watching as I was walking, and I obviously heard uh, Tapping Ty's uh, voice note come through first before the goal because of the Sky Now uh, the Now TV uh, delays and all of that. But when I saw it, I was impressed, man. Like that's what we've been we've been hoping for him to do for a little while. He gets in good positions. His one-on-one finishing isn't really up to scratch. But sometimes you just need to slap it and hope for the best. And that's what he did. Um, for the rest of the game, I thought he was actually pretty decent in terms of in, in tight spaces. The guy combines well. Uh, he's got a little bit of invention about him. He's, he's got a bit of flair about him. I just think, as, as, as we've been waxing lyrical all season about the need for us to start to play a more progressive style of football, play on the front foot and things like that, you can immediately see that that lends better to his game. Um, under under Mourinho especially, we would see him spend most of his time as like a peripheral right back or left back as opposed to an attacking player. So he had to make up a hell of a lot of ground to even get involved with any attacking moves. So I think by, by the time he got up there, he was a bit burnt out and tired and, Sort of wobbling with his, with his uh, 
he's not a small lad, let's put it that way. So it's one of those ones, seeing him on the front foot for the press, to nick the ball, to bounce off players, slap it in the top top corner. That's what you want from your attackers. Um, there was there was that moment where uh, Kane played him in and you could see him sort of stumbling. He lost a bit of balance. I know that feeling all too well. Like by by about ten minutes off, after running around on the five side pitch, if you pass me the ball, I might fall over because my legs are done out. So yeah, I know that feeling. I felt a bit of empathy for him not to get the second goal, but it's a starting point. You get me? Like just happy that he's off the mark, albeit at the end of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Level on goals of Allison and all that. Uh, <laughs> Tops. What do you do? You think you know, there's been a lot of talk whether we're going to keep Bale or not. It might be the new manager's choice. It might be Levy's choice. Apparently, Levy's going to offer the new manager Bale. Bale might take less money, all that stuff. Um, off that one performance, and assuming he's going to get a start against Leicester, do you think Bergwijn can make that right wing spot his own? Do you think he's got enough about him to do that? Yeah, I do. I I like Stephen Bergwijn. I I feel like like I said, it's been a bit on. Fortunate for him, um, the role that he's been asked, or the role that Jose tends to ask his wingers to play, hasn't really tended to like work towards his his better qualities. Which you know he's very good on the turn. He's quite good with the ball at his feet. He can shoot. He's quite quick. Um, I wouldn't be against it. I, I feel like he has. He's one of the players who probably has um, a bit more to prove, but he hasn't. Although he hasn't had many goals or assists this season, he probably has the, probably like a bit more potential than some of the others who were kind of left in the squad. So I'd, I'm more than happy to, to, to give him a run. As, as Dai also said, I thought he was probably one of the better players um, against Villa yesterday. Um, son, terrible. Kane basically wasn't given a sniff. Um, and any of, of, of our attack, any of our other attacking players didn't really perform very well. But I thought he was, he was a bright spark. And for him to get the goal, I know game week 37, but I mean, it matters, man. We just need him. We just need him to be hitting all cylinders, maybe post Euros, and then come back fresh and ready to go. All right. Is there anyone who disagrees with the notion that Bergwijn can make that right wing spot his own? Yeah, I know you. Pro- oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> for those for those listening to the audio, yeah, hold it back up, please. <laughs> For those of you who Yao has just put out an SOS sign that says Levy, run that sixty pound back. I believe that is for <laughs> the residents happy in town. Nah, you got you got to give my, my brother his peas back, bro. You can't put me through through that debacle. You know what's, what's mad? Um, Ramon Vega um, was uh, was basically saying that the club should like look into look into giving fans their money back. It will never happen, but they actually should. But I actually, I'm going to go out and I celebrated that Bergman goal like there was no tomorrow. But I'm going to go out and admit, and I'm going to say, I don't think he did play well yesterday. Like, I think he had, I think he scored a great goal. That goal was fantastic. Great hustle. Fantastic finish. Literally arrowed it into the, in, into the top corner. And I felt like he did some, some decent things in the first half. But the one, my one issue with Bergman, even when, even when I, 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 I had higher estimations of him as a player, is that I don't think for, for a player with his supposed skill set in terms of like taking players on, like dribbling with the ball, like just being like a decent, decently powerful runner, like I don't think he causes the opposition enough problems. I don't think he does so. And like for a player who has 
his technical quality, like he's not got a bad first touch. He's not he's not exactly poor in tight spaces. I just don't think he did enough when um when we tried to use him as an outlet um yesterday for for the majority of the second half when he was on and towards the latter stages of the, of the first half. And I think with with Bergvine, I have serious doubts whether he can make that that right wing spot his own because I'll be honest, I don't think he's shown me enough for me to suggest that yeah, you you're gonna make this spot your own like long term. I, I I can't see that in him now. I, I I can see maybe a squad player if we keep him, but I can't see him nailing down the spot um long term. And it's mad to say because Gareth Bell's not had Gareth Bell's not had a good season for us. Gareth Bell's gone missing many many a time. Gareth Bell is the type when there's intensity in a match, it's a myth for him. It's a complete myth. But he is clear of Bergman for me. He's clear. Like I don't even need to I don't even need to doubt Gareth Bell. When when he's in the final third with a ball at his feet, I know he's gonna make something happen. I don't get that feeling with Bergman. And that that's what worries me because he's got the ability to, to, to make shit happen and he doesn't do it enough for a supposed player of his quality. So for me, I don't think he played well yesterday. But what I will say is he was definitely the best attacker of the lot yesterday. He played better than Harry Kane, and he, by far and away, played better than Son. He was absolutely shocking yesterday. Shocking. I think uh, just before we teach, I want to comment to you about uh, about your boy Delhi. But I think there's someone in the comments called Kaif Gazanfar. I think you just want me to read out the comments. So you said <laughs> ref, which I assume was a typo. Then you said bail shit one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> seven, eight times. Um, you can make it nine or ten if you want to even it out by all means. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, so, teacher, you have been again not necessarily a staunch defender, but I'd say you've always had faith that Delhi could come back. Um, so you've got you've got the same trim. Um, Bergwijn <laughs> might <laughs> so Bergwijn might not might go to the Euros. Delhi definitely isn't because. <laughs> the potential he'll be clapping some Guardiola cheeks according to the streets. So with that in mind, how do you feel Delhi played yesterday and what is the future looking like for him? Delhi, Delhi, Delhi. We all know Delhi and we do love him. And I know there's a couple of people here that are going to pretend like they don't. But we love Delhi for what he can bring, for his creativity, for his outside-the-box thinking. Did he display enough of that yesterday? No, but I think in general, the... The tone of the play, the pace of the play dictates the way Deli Ali plays. I feel like he needs bright sparks around him and I think that motivates him and, and encourages him to, to put on a, best, a good show. Um, he was creative at times. I think he found Kane through once and, and, and Kane hit the bar, I believe. Um, or am I thinking <coughs> of something? Um, he, he looked sharp. You know, he, he kept the ball ticking. But I just feel in general, like no one really no one really wowed anybody. I think we have seen a bit of a resurgence for Deli Ali, to be fair to him. He's been playing better. Um and I think that's purely because of the fact that he's been getting game time. Whether or not that's because we need people to have eyes on him for the shop window, or whether that's because he's generated some some faith in the in the leadership team there, remains to be seen. But for me, I think he plays Fortnite with Mason. That's why he's in. The <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely, there's definitely, there is definitely a hundred percent a Ryan Mason's Bridgens theme are getting picked first. That's a hundred percent. We need to acknowledge that. But 
all he's trying to do is just reward, reward loyalty to, to the people that have been loyal to the club is what, what I'm seeing Ryan, Ryan Mason do. But whether or not that's in Spurs' best interest, I think we can all agree it's not. Otherwise, Tangy, which no one's mentioned today, would, would be playing. Um, but yeah, man, I think, you know, Deli Ali, he, he, he didn't, he didn't over-impress, he didn't under-impress, he, he, he did enough not to get called out for anything shit. Um, and I think, as long as we keep playing them, I think we'll see him improve over time and, and get up to get up to speed with the pace of the game and 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 become that link up player that we know him to be. Okay, okay, I, pre- I appreciate the faith. I, I'm not sure you'd feel like this if Delhi was dark skin, but it's fair enough. We've been doing about teachers, light skin, light skin. <laughs> <laughs> I've got time for Delhi. I've got time for Delhi. Beyond the fact that, that we, we bear a resemblance. <laughs> you get me? Put all that aside. Put all that aside. I've got time for Delhi. You've seen what he's done to, to fucking Crystal Palace and them man there. That time when he did that thing there where he, he spun it over, turned around, and, and I don't know you lot know what I'm talking about. Clap, you ain't clap. seen a man do that, I suppose, since. Yeah. Those were good times, but. Fam, we're in the soul center there now, bro. There's no more sentimental things. So, Delhi, come on now, bro. Kick out of here. I got tapped. Sell the youth, bro. Sell him. Right, I agree with you. Sell him. And I like and I like Delhi, but sell him, man. I don't like the Delhi, bro. You two look alike, but I don't like Delhi. I like you, bro. You're cool, bro. We grew up But Delhi can bounce, in it? No, I don't know that. But like, so, we, we touched. Me yesterday was just, he slowed the game down. So many that's times. Him that's just like against Villa, we we need to be breaking on these sort these sort of teams. And every time we get into the attacking third, it's either he holds it too long or he doesn't make it. He doesn't make like a decision quick enough, and then he doesn't win it back as well. Like I was getting so frustrated yesterday, so many times in the final third. Delhi release, Delhi make a quick pass, and and you know what? He has the he has the thought of mind. To make the quicker pass, he he had the thought of mind to to make these make these decisions way quicker. But for some reason mm-hmm. yesterday, like, I I don't know. I personally I don't want to sell him because I still think there's something there. But if we can sell him, I, I, you know, I I'd happily get rid of him at this point. I would. That's the issue though. A lot of the players yesterday didn't seem like they were making decisions quick enough. I mean, there were there were times mm-hmm. where Kane had the opportunity to release it early and couldn't get his feet under him. Like all all, all sorts of moments like that and. For me, for me, I don't have an issue with slowing down a game that reminds me of a Tim Sherwood game. So, like, we, we, we saw in the one spell where we had a little bit of possession, the fans in the stadium were booing. I don't know if you were uh, chiming in with them, man, but that whole play faster, play faster nonsense needs to end, man. I'm not with it. That push and run bullshit. Leave that shit back in the 80s and 90s. We don't want to see that. That's the biggest problem I have with with the performance yesterday is we didn't really seem like we were in control of the game at all. And every single time we did get into a position where it looked like maybe we would build, we either shot ourselves in the foot with the own goal and the mistake leading to the second one, or the fans just got uppity about things. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, I know you want to be entertained because you paid £60 to be there and all of that stuff, but nobody told you to. You had the option to just not go. So don't bitch and moan about it. Just get on with it and let the team play football, man. Like At the end of the day, that's what we need to do. We need to get back to playing football. And yesterday, I didn't see that. 
You know, I, you know, I, my rebuttal to that is this because Pochettino's game wasn't exactly. Don't get it twisted. We could we could switch it up, but like his game for the most part, our build up wasn't exactly fast. It wasn't quick, transition based build up, and it was fine. I think fans fans were content with that. But fans fans booed a lot. Fans moaned moaned and bitched about not playing fast enough for the whole time Pochettino was there. There will always be a select crowd. There will always be a select few of our fan base who are who are not content no matter what. I agree with that. But legacy I, fans, yeah. Legacy fans. Yeah, Get the legacy out. fans. But mm. for me, the no, the noticeable difference is with Pochettino, the build up, you, the build up was metho- um, methodical. Like you knew something was going to happen at the end of it. Yesterday, at certain parts, it's just side to side, side to side, side to side. There was no incision. It's like the midfield was scared to play between the lines or scared to, to, to progress the ball between the lines. Like it did it didn't make any sense to me. Like every single time we got the ball, the option the option to play to play the ball forward is there and you don't take it. This is when we're two one down as well and I'm like, bruv, come on. There was even a point I remember I think it was it was it was Dele there was a time where because I think um Tops was even saying it like yesterday and especially in the second half there was there were points in the game where the only way we were gonna get to Aston Villa was to actually play the play with some quickness and and some some pace, and we didn't want to do that. Like the amount of times we we give away a corner, I think it, yeah, it was it was it was Winks, I think corner, and he gets the ball, the ball lands to him, and we can break. There's two players on his left. I think it's Son and Kane on his left, and then I think the only one making a run on his right is is Bergvine. Bergvine is obviously the the harder pass to make, and you and he has to go past the player. The easier pass is there that can set us off on a break. He doesn't do it. He stalls, 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 tries to go past one player and plays the ball out of play. Like that's why fans were booing yesterday. I don't. Me personally, I can't speak for them other man. I can't speak for them other man. But me personally, I am not happy seeing our players dwell and dwell and dwell and dwell with no end result. It's it, it's poor. It's actually poor, and it's it's like they're playing within themselves. I don't understand it because this is what I was saying in the chat today. I don't think Dele Alli is is a shit player. I don't even think Harry Winks is a shit player, despite the criticism. These men aren't bad footballers. So why are they? Why are they not? <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, why are they choosing to play like this? It doesn't make the, sense. The, when, the problem when with, is with that though. Like the two go hand in hand. At, at the end of the day, we are where we are because we're not performing. So obviously, fans are disgruntled. But when you when you mention guys like Harry Winks, any pass that goes sideways, the fans are on his back. Any pass that does go between the lines that gets picked out or doesn't doesn't end in some sort of uh, attacking move or something like that, he gets booed. So what what would you do if while you're at work and you're you're you're, you're typing your emails, every time you miss a key, somebody goes boo? It's like come on, man. I will do I will do stuff here that man furthermore, I might even stand up and tell man, hey, bruv, I'll punch your nose, you know. But we can say that. Period, yeah. Like you're not winks. I hope you hear this from the bottom of my heart. I'm happy that you came up through the ranks. Well done. Clap for yourself. Go end up in Bournemouth. Get out of my club, bruv. I don't want you there no more. I've had enough. Yeah? Yeah, Buzzy out here. Scott Hall. Freaking new Spurs order. You know what time it is. Kick out. 
just before we keep it ticking, uh, Kaif Gazan Gazanfa, I'm glad you're still in the comments. Uh, we do see your questions, and we are we will be doing listeners' questions at the end. So we are not ignoring you, despite your um your interesting introduction to the show. Um, someone we've not touched on that much. Um, actually, we'll hold him for a second. So the guy who decided it was a good idea to charge sixty pound, Mr. Daniel Levy. Um, he released a statement earlier in the week, and uh, people like to say stuff like the Tottenham way, the Spurs way. Someone even said, I can't remember who it was. If I knew that, I would call them out. But they said something like, uh, Kane doesn't want to win trophies the Tottenham way. It's not meant to be easy. And people, I think people just like throwing the word the Tottenham way and DNA and all that stuff. Where does it come from? Where the fuck does this term come from? People just say things, <laughs> and I don't know why. But anyway... Um, we had, I think, so it, some of the key bits in his statement, he said, you know, we lost sight of what's truly in our DNA, and he's promised a head coach focused on attacking and, and, and entertaining football. This sounds to me like when you break up with a good girl, and then you go for the bad B that you thought was a bad B, which was Jose, and you then realise that, like, cheeks isn't all it was. You know what I'm saying? The cheeks aren't as big as they used to be. Um, and got you know, you know what I mean? Wow. Random switch Essentially, Jose Mourinho gave Tottenham Hotspur chlamydia. Thank you, teacher. No so, and then a, a direct quote in terms of who they're looking for managerial-wise. We all kind of have said the same kind of names um, because we're, um, we're hearing that the shortlist is now Ten Hag, uh, Potter, Ralph Ragnick. Don't and, say the last guy, bro. Please. And that 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 that's only managing managing <laughs> Belgium. Um, so the quote is: "We are we are acutely aware of the need to select someone whose values re- reflect those of our great club, and return to playing football with the star for which we are known, like we did under Poch. Anyway, free flowing, attacking, and entertaining, like it was under Poch, whilst continuing to embrace our desire to see young players flourish from our academy alongside experienced talent, just like Poch." Thoughts on that, gentlemen? Is it is it a bit of an empty statement? Is he is he on his hands and knees? What's what's going on? He's stalling. He's stalling. He doesn't have a plan. He's saying what he thinks the fans want to hear. And the reality of the situation is, he, he's up shit's creek. And your guess is as good as his. Who's going to be the next Tottenham Hotspurs manager? And like, he might as well just be real and say we're going through a transition. We're going through a transformation period. We're investing. We're, we're, we're thinking very closely about who a good matchup is going to be and that's going to take time. Not all of this bullshit about we're going to get back to the Spurs philosophy and, and, and reading off all these nice nice words. And as you said, you know all of the things that he's flagging, all of the things that we were doing under Potichino, a man that he sacked because of... Uh, a bad couple of games, albeit it was techie at the time, but still he took us to our highest type of heights and then fucked him off. And then he made a terrible... I don't know how much detail we're going to go over this, but obviously terrible decision-making regarding the timing of which he let go of Mourinho and then the full-back plan to bring, the full-back plan to bring Ryan Mason on board just shows that he doesn't... It just shows that he's winging it right now. He's winging it... Um, but let's see if he can pull something out of the bag. You know, I, I'm not particularly excited about any of the names that have been linked with Spurs at the moment, if I'm being honest. But then again, who is actually readily available that's going to be interested in going to the Tottenham project right now? That that's that's not a long shortlist. So yeah man, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yo let me let me add on to that, yeah, because it, it just needs to be real out here, yeah. 
Rav, when I hear a man say the Tottenham way, the first question I ask him is, what does that entail, bruv? Yeah, don't, don't tell me about the way we play and all that kind of stuff. Because the way we played under Poch, yeah, that was... That's it. That's what yeah, you're talking about. No, no, no. That's not even that. When they talk, they were talking about the Tottenham way even before Poch. Yeah, this yeah. this is a term that's been around for yonkers. Yeah, and I needed man to... Look, I've come up through the, the raggedy rugs of Spurs. As a fan, yeah, these men can't come and talk. When I hear them say the Tottenham way, I'm like, what does that actually entail? Yeah, does that entail what? Winning trophies season on, season up? No, I don't know. Does that entail, like, beating the big teams and maybe falling short at the hurdle? No, yeah. The Tottenham way that they're talking about is the same thing that Sai said he don't want to see no more, that push and pass way. Mm. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about the 60s and the 70s and the 80s when them things can run. We're in the freaking noughties or whatever you want to call it, bro. Football now is about athleticism. It's, it's, it's not so much about your footballing IQ. Nine times out of ten, if you've got the athleticism, you're considered to be a good player. How many players out there right now can you say, yo, their footballing brain is sick or cold? or the, like You don't have many Pirlo's in this game. You don't have many cackers in this game. There's not, there's not players of that ilk that actually sit in this generation. That doesn't mean that this generation is crap. It just means it's a different transitional period. Yeah, we're in the athleticism side of the game. Fine, yeah? So when people are saying the Tottenham way, our Tottenham way has delivered absolutely dog shite in the past 21 years. And that's that's the funniest thing for me. It reminds me of, uh, it was one of them West Ham firm movies, either Football Factory or the other oh, one. Really? And they were like, and they were really? like, ah, oh, yeah, Tottenham, shit firm, shit football. It's like that that is literally our reputation of what the Tottenham way was. It's pop it out to the wing and hope hope that somebody connects with a cross after thirty attempts. It's bullshit football, bullshit ideology and shit results. It's like I don't wanna see that man. Like we've, we've gone over the last fifteen years and we've had we've had some some really, really good progressive moments like from Yol onto flipping well AVB was a disaster but Yo and Potch I would say were, were the two moments that for me encapsulate what modern football looks like at Tottenham Hotspur where you do have that steady steady sort of youth development. You do have those sort of talismanic pieces and things like that. We play entertaining football but there's substance behind it. That for me is 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 not some prototypical Tottenham way that's just what we've been fortunate enough to be able to have uh, witnessed in this short snapshot in our history so I I understand to an extent what what, uh, Levy is saying in terms of our DNA because since he has been in charge we have cultivated one but it's not some long storied history of, of, of being brilliant and excellent and all of that shit like that that is a fallacy Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm not taking part either, bro. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. What'd you say, Tobes? Our slogan, yeah, our slogan is what's the word I'm looking for? Our slogan is so ironic, and uh, it doesn't even make sense. Like the game is about glory. To dare is to do. It's just some load of Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings bullshit, man. Mm. It makes no sense because where the fuck are we daring? What are we doing? What 
There's no glory. There's no glory. No glory. There's not even anything that's daring about this football club. Like, when Levy puts out this sort of statement, he's scrambling, brothers. He's full of hot air. He's not telling us anything that we've ever heard over the last 20 years. Because at the end of the day, one, one League Cup in 2021 years and a number of mistakes year after year with him at the helm. I mean, why is it now that we should start to believe what he wants us to believe? We had a manager. We had the players in place. We, we had the system. Everything was ready for us to, to progress. And we've fallen back so far with him at the helm. Like, I can't hear what he's saying to me. If it comes to football, I'm not listening to it. I'm not listening to it anymore. I can't. There was uh, another quote I lifted from um, Levy's statement where, so there's this whole thing about there's going to be the club advisory panel, um, which is going to be a wide, authentic representation and ensure our fans are at the heart of club decisions. Now, ironically, the club advisory panel, abbreviated, spells CAP. Um, so what? So how, how? I'm not really sure about the whole recruitment side of this wide, authentic representation because, you know, we've got the legacy fans, quote. I've done them. You know, and then you've got you've got the people who think because Tongi and Dombele was busting joke in a tracksuit that the if you saw on Twitter today the Sissokos, the Oriers, and the Ndombeles are the ones who were. Uh, Fracture in the dressing room, apparently. Not, not. What not, was Bell doing? Uh, who knows, brother. Bruv, all, I'm, all I'm saying is, if 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 I ever saw, or if we ever saw Tongi say, "Ah, oh, what's the fucking point anymore?" Mm. It, it would be, be bad attitude, bad attitude, bad attitude. All over the papers as well. It'd be treated like possum, garly, throwing the shirt, all of that bollocks, man. I was rude boy, by the way. I rated him for that still. <laughs> he deserved to get booed, but it was funny. Yeah, he deserved to get booed, but I, I really. Harry it was funny. I was at that game actually, but yeah, like we we already know what it is in it. Like these these lot have selective selective filters on who can be who can be arrogant in a moment or who can be disrespectful in a moment, who can throw their toys out of their pram, who can lack professionalism. Like it's selective. Bullshit, man. Like I'm, I'm getting sick to death of it. To be perfectly honest, we see through it. It's racismo. Get away from me, because if I do see you in the ground and it's that time, it's that time. Like, right, I like the way yeah. I put it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna like. Step, boy. My my additional to it is this: I've seen man's face. If that's his DP and that's his real face. Don't see me in the stadium. I'm giving you a razor's edge. I'm giving you a razor's edge. You're touching ground. You know what I'm saying? A Christian man is coming from a Christian. Mr. Born Again. Talking about a razor's edge. He just knows. I'm no longer here to play about any. Man will go to bed and pray about it. But I'm not here to pray about it. Kayfabe violence, though. Kayfabe? Just to uh, so just to try and round off. I mean, I we 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 some of us read the article in in the chat. Essentially, the with the club advisory panel, there's going to be like an elected chair slash non-executive officer uh, director. Sorry, um, and they're apparently going to have full voting rights um, as as everyone on the board. So 
just looking at the vast majority of our fan base, I'm very worried about who the, this potential non-executive director could be if the cap comes to fruition. Um, but you know, we we will do our best. We we are going to start the um, the tapping toes on the board campaign at some point. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, they, they full voting rights. So oh, I don't like the way that sounds. That sounds like mm-hmm. they're gonna have voting rights on transfers and stuff like that. No, I think no, I think when it comes to like those kind of decisions, it's that they're they're not involved in that. But so what it would be like on naming? What would it be on then? The parties. It will be on the food. You won't get anything yeah. that's seasoned. That's 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 basically it. Why not just getting cheese, bro? It's just yeah. It's purely so. It's purely advisory. But the fan NED would have full voting rights on all board issues at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club and would be appointed annually by the panel. Yeah. Let me tell you what's happened here. This is just a reaction to a lot of the recent controversy and and, and the poor decision making. Spurs. Basically, yeah. Boom. The madness was going on in America. George Floyd was killed. Look at how many how many businesses come out putting out statements talking about, okay, yeah, we're going to start hiring more more diverse. We're going to put these policies in place to encourage, do you know what I'm saying, different things. All these different organisations making all these different statements. It's the same thing. They're just making a statement to gloss over some fuckery, some poor decision making, and they're thinking if we do this, it's going to appease all of the criticism that we're getting. And it just it's, it looks as this is an action that we did as a result of of all of the controversy of all of the poor decision making that we're making. This is what we've done. We, we've got the we've got the fans involved. And really, this person, whoever this person ends up being, who's probably just going to be a yes man anyway. They're just going to be putting some minor stuff in front of him or her and, and, and they're just going to be like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But the reality of the situation is they can say that they've done something. Nothing's going to change. They're going to give them a cane shirt and £60, bruv, and say you're happy. Wait, Toby, you're rethinking that, yeah? You get your money back. That's mad. <laughs> yeah, and then the rest of the meeting... Essentially, they just talked about you know potential for an independent regulator. The club said maybe um, the whole share ownership thing. So there's like 35. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline the shareholders at the club but it's going to be quite hard because you know the funds needed to raise the funds that need to be raised for for anything like that to come into play are very significant ESL fines they basically confirmed that it was going to be the club owners paying it not the club and then um, they asked for just clarity on the Harry Kane thing and basically just got told what we were told that the club's focusing on the next two games so not really sure how much came of the meeting I'm glad that they got the meeting Um, and you know Good luck to them. New Spurs order, though. Um, moving on. So, yeah, they talked about Harry Kane a little bit. And Fabrizio Romano, actually, so about five minutes into the pod, Fabrizio Romano uh, tweeted. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. 
Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Something about we're apparently quite interested in uh, Joachim Anderson, who has said he wants to stay in the Prem and not go back to France, so we're obviously going to be in for him. But he also said earlier today that Spurs are looking to appoint a new manager and will use said manager um, to try and convince Kane of the next steps and give Kane a new contract, which is essentially going to be a death row contract. Um, <laughs> exactly. I mean, to, to be fair, if I'm kind of hoping Kane can be convinced in a similar way that Levy got convinced by Mourinho, because I don't see how anyone of sound mind watched Mourinho over the last few years and somehow got swindled. So I'm just hoping that Kane, a similar thing can happen. Um, so, yeah, naturally, we're going to talk about Kane. Whether he's leaving or not is neither here nor there. Like, whatever happens, happens. We know we've got, like, a slightly stronger um, standing point in this negotiation thing because he's got three years uh, on his deal. But... Uh, uh, mm. That's it, man. It's just it's it's pain, it's actually quite painful well, to think not about. Isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, he's not a god. So what did you? My, so my brother in the comments actually he asked a question which I was going to bring up. How do you feel about the Kane interview of Gary Neville? Did you did you? So one, how did you feel about it? And two, did you think it was sneaky considering it's give? I mean, it gave Gary Neville a chance to talk about something that wasn't the ESL for once this month. Um, but. You know, should Kane have spoken to Propaganda Gary before he spoke to Daniel Levy? Gary Neville's a twat. No, I don't think he owes. I don't think Harry Kane owes Daniel Levy. Why does Why does he need to speak with Daniel Levy? It's not like he said that. I mean, of course, he's alluded to him wanting a conversation with Daniel Levy. So if he wants that conversation, with Daniel Levy, he will have that conversation with Daniel Levy. But if a man's in an interview and they're asking him questions, he's just answering the questions. I don't really see, I don't really see the big deal. Like for me, like I feel like we're in a world where where players um, aren't meant to speak their mind, and when they do speak their mind and answer question on questions honestly, oh, you're shocked. He he has to ask this. Why? He's in the interview and he's being asked questions by Gary Neville about his future. It's his future. It's not the club's future. It's his future. So if he wants to speak on it, he'll speak on it. And for me, I don't see anything wrong with the interview. Um, when it's time for him to have his conversation with Daniel Levy, he'll have his conversation with Daniel Levy. It's not sneaky at all. It's not sneaky at all. Kane's more than welcome to have this conversation, and I think Gary knows that he can be able to ask these questions knowing that he's not going to get some bullshit PR-type answer from Kane. Kane's just going to spit his truth. Um, I do think it's a bit annoying these days. Like Players don't seem to have as much um, like sort of autonomy or sort of like power over what they can put out in the media but to be honest with you like this is the one thing that everybody wants, wants to talk about so you have to forgive Kane for answering um, completely true when Gary asks him the stuff like I do believe Kane has also built um, enough credit in the bank to be able to, to say whatever he feels like to, uh, to Daniel Levy 
Um, and whilst he's his boss, or, you know, as the chairman, um, he can say what he wants, but Kane can also, in that, in that sense, say and do what he wants. I do feel like he is a bit under pressure because no one forced him to sign, you know, the new four or five-year deal that he signed uh, two years ago. So if Levy's going to hold him to it, Levy's going to hold him to it. And in my opinion, that's probably one of the reasons why I don't think he'll go this summer. Even though I feel like he'll try and force it through, he's still got three years on his contract. Um, and to get him out, the very minimum, is going to cost us a significant amount for him to come out of that. That, for me, is the key point. Like uh, on, on court side, I speak a lot about how much of an advocate I am about player power. Um, players these days should have a, a, a bit more incentive to be an open and honest because the world is a lot more communicative. That's number one. Number two is we've seen we've seen players get shafted. We know that their careers are short in in relation to other careers. So yeah, they do need to try and squeeze as much into a short period of time. At the same time, though, they also have a contract. So the fact of the matter is, is Harry Kane can say what he wants. He can say that the ball is in his court, but realistically, he knew who he was dealing with when he signed that deal. So if if this goes on longer than this this summer, can't really complain too much. Like this whole notion that he deserves to go somewhere and win and all of this stuff. It's like, eh, he's he's got the talent where you would you would you would like to pitch his name in relation to accolades, but at the same time he's played finals for us. He's played semi finals and he's not been this glimmer of, of, of excellence in those moments. So you get what you deserve at the end of the day. Like if, if if this does mean that he goes elsewhere, bads it up, wins everything under the sun, so be it. But there's also that possibility that he moves somewhere that was already winning, doesn't really show the same talent and same sort of consistency that he's had at Spurs and just picks up a bunch of medals because his name is Harry Kane. So I'm 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 sort of in that in that grey area where it's like if you leave, so be it. But if you stay, just put your head down and crack on, mate, because you signed that deal. Listen, the only I, thing, the only thing I want to add... I like to add... No, go on, teacher, you go first. Very quickly, bro. The only thing I want to add to that here is Daniel Levy will be conscious of and needs to be concerned about the message, the handling of the situation sends to the rest of the players. And what I mean by that is, boom, Harry Kane, three years left on a contract. Committed as loyal a player as you're going to find in a Spurs jersey. You know, 16 years odd in a club. Boom. Talisman for the talisman for, for the Spurs. If, that, if a player of that stature, after giving everything, and it's clearly, to be fair to him, he's proved it over the last five years, is the level above where Spurs are, or where Spurs are currently performing, makes a... Makes his position clear in terms of I want to leave this season, like listen to offers, and then Daniel Levy turns around and says, "Nah, bro, we're going to hold you a bit longer, etc., etc." The message that that was sent to the rest of the players is, "Let me run down my contract because it, it, it's not easy to negotiate and get our Spurs." And then the backlash of that is we start we start becoming Arsenal, losing players left, right, centre for for shekels or nothing at all, and that's more damaging. Than us biting a bullet now and sending a player that wants to go. 
you know, the thing is, you know, no, with that teach, no one has no one has leverage like Kane does. Let's be real. Like mm. he 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 can actually he is actually one of the players that can actually, in a way, he has credit in the bank because of what he's done. But then, mm. very similar to what, to what Sai said, I mean, no one forces players like Zaha, Greenish to sign these death row contracts. Then man knew what they're going to get, what they got into when they signed them. And yes, they might be the players they are, I might want to force through a move, but you were also the same person that a year or two ago were happy to sign that, that sign on the, on, the, on the dotted line for your extra fee and for your extra status. Like, you can't the thing, these contracts, these contracts add stability for both parties, so it's not a one-way street. Like, Kane, Kane got paid what he was, what he was rightfully owed, do you get what I mean? And as, as a result, the club put themselves in a position where they can capitalise in the transfer market if he does leave. So I'm, I, I saw in the comments about Kane coming coming off an injury playing in the Champions League final. That also lends to, to his standing within the squad, though. No other player, when coming off injury, could have said, oh, boss, it's a Champions League final. I really, really want to play in this final because yeah. it might be my only chance. So, again, that's his credit in the bank. That's also a reason we didn't win that final. So it is. It goes both ways. I don't have any sympathy for either party because the game is the game. This is yeah, one thing I wanted to add quickly. Yeah, this whole like, oh, he deserves to go and you know win some trophies. Big man, I couldn't care less. Yeah, all of this deserves to go and win trophies, bro. Your your job is to play football and get the job done as much as possible. You win trophies wherever the bloody hell you go. Yeah, any team can win a trophy. Yeah, whether it takes divine luck or freaking a great performance for the season, any team can win a trophy. So this whole, ah, oh, he deserves to go to a team where, you know, he will win trophies. Big man, we've been to three finals. We haven't scored a single goal. Yeah, and mm. you're our main striker. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so so as I was saying, it can go either way. You can you can talk that talk of he's done everything he's done for Spurs and he deserves to go. Fine, you can have that. You can also say we've been to three finals. He played in all three of them and been put. So you make of it what you want to make of it. He's on contract right now. If he wants to go, a team's got to pay us a certain amount of money. Man can bounce. I ain't got time for no no sentimental things out here. If a team's not going to reap that money, then keep quiet and do your job in it. If you bag more goals next season, another team will come in for you, innit? That's that's as, as simple as that. If you decline, you end up going to freaking team like Inter Milan and having to reinvigorate your life like Ericsson. But the the long and short of it is, Ericsson's thing was more mental. Kane's thing is more. He wants to get it done while he's in his prime. It's a, mm. it's a different you, scenario. Go on, don't sorry. you think? Don't you think though? Because I, I actually I do agree in terms of the club not having to sort of bend bend their will due to sentiment. Like, Kane is in a contract for three years. Um, the club need to act in the club's best interest. And that, if that means keep digging your heels in and keeping Harry Kane, then so be it. And um, it's not the first time we've seen players um, say they want to leave and not be allowed to leave. It's happened many a time at Spurs. And they've gone on to leave, I don't know, like a season later, two seasons later. It's happened at many clubs. But the one thing I will say is I actually do think Harry Kane deserves to go and win elsewhere because, like Teacher alluded to, he is simply playing at a level that is higher than where we where 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 we are as a club right now. Right. And we can talk about we can talk about the finals, 
there's caveats. There's caveats to those finals performances, but fine. Yeah, there is. Let's let's talk about the finals. Cool. But it still does not change the fact that this guy is consistently our best player season after season after season after season, despite picking up multiple injuries. And when he signed that contract, he signed the contract in good faith that the club were making progress. So for me, we can talk about us handling that as a business. And I think it's fair because we have to, ultimately, we're not Harry Kane FC. We're to- we support Tottenham Hotspur FC. So we support the club. We want the club to do well. And if that means keeping Harry Kane against these walls, then so be it. But I look at this and I look at, and I, and I, feel, I, I feel like the club have let him down and let us down because... Ever since he signed that deal, it's literally just been backwards, 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 backwards. We sat Pochettino. We didn't spend for eighteen months. We bought in. We bought. We bought players poorly. We haven't released players at the right time. We've hired a manager. Fair enough. Harry Kane came. Harry Kane probably liked him, but we've hired a manager that was completely backwards and goes against what we were trying to do under Pochettino in the first place. Most of the decisions that have been made at this club have completely undermined the faith that the guy had in the club in the first place. So yeah, for me, apparently, apparently, Harry Kane was uh, one of the staunchest supporters of. Uh, yeah, he was, but Jose Mourinho is one of many poor decisions, which is what I'm trying to say. I, 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 I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with that. Why? Um, why? Why is Jose Mourinho he, not bad? Am I? Am I echoing? Hello, can you hear me now? Is that better? Right. Yeah, the reason why I don't fully agree with that is on the basis of this. Like, whether people want to acknowledge it or not, yeah, Jose Mourinho came in, yeah, and that defence, yeah, was horrific. Nobody can turn around and tell me that defence was good enough. That defence, we should have never been top of the league. Never. At no point this season should we have been top of the league. Yeah, so I know people can be like, I don't like Jose Mourinho. That's fine. People can also be like, Jose Mourinho took us backwards. Fine. If you want to talk that talk. But you go player for player. Jose Mourinho's been gone for eight games. He hasn't been there. We're playing worse. Yeah? And I don't want to hear man say, oh, it's the coaching. These are professional players. Yeah? Yeah, watching I get professional that. players. We're not watching man at Haggerston or Hackney Marshes or freaking Broadwater. From. These are professional players who've been training since the age of nine. Yeah, so but, so yeah. when man was saying it's been it's been coached out of them, it's, been, it's not been coached out of them. They're crap. Yeah, you have to call a spade a spade. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree. Crash. I yeah, agree. I agree. The thing that saves Pochettino, yeah, and, and I mean it in the nicest way possible because I really like Pochettino, but Pochettino had um, an inform or in prime Jan Vertonghen who was a leader, a general at the back. Yeah, and he had the inform and in in prime freaking Toby Alderweireld. You've gone and given one of Football's greatest managers in recent history, freaking diabolical, crazy man Aurier, <laughs> Davis, who, who's part of freaking the mafia. He's never shot anyone in his life. Yeah, you've given him Regulon with no tapas, and freaking Toby Alderweireld, who's been who's been tired since he's come back from freaking Belgium. And you expect man to freaking take us to where? Where? Where do no, you expect no, no, to take no. us? Me and Yao, like one of the first interactions with Yao, we were literally on the phone for like an hour and a half. I kid you not. I didn't know Yao from Adam and we were on the phone for an hour and a half going back and forth on this. Yao knows my position on this. 
you cannot put the blame on Jose Mourinho for everything, of course. He is not to blame for the shit players we have in our team. And I agree with him. Some of the players in our team, I'm sick and tired of hearing, oh, they've not been good. They are just poor. They're just poor, period. But Jose Mourinho was one of many poor decisions taken by the club. Why bring him in in the first place? Why? Why do it? Why do it? Why bring him? And, that, and, that's, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean, as in the club, ever since Harry Kane signed that new contract, the club has literally been on a downward trajectory, getting worse and worse and worse every season. And the people that can see us getting worse are doing, are, instead of arresting the slide properly, they're trying to put in stop gaps. And now the whole thing has collapsed. And yet, here we are, Harry Kane, three years in, after he signed a new, a, a six-year contract back then, thinking the club were on the up. After a season away from our home ground, where we finished third in the league, got to the Champions League knockouts, got to an, a successive FA Cup semi-final, can you blame a guy for thinking, oh yeah, okay, cool, we can still go again? Can you blame a guy for signing a new contract at that point in time? I can't. And since then, it's been poo-poo by the Champions League final. No, nah, the Champions League final was, was just as dry, bro. No, nah, it wasn't because we got to a Champions League final. You can't yeah, say without it. Him. Without him. We got to a Champions League final. Without him. Right. Whilst we're touching on Harry Kane, um, just a quick question, and I will try and keep this segment short so we can move to the draft round. So there was an article by Stuart James that was talking about, you know, players handing in um, transfer requests and how, like, some transfers are actually pushed. Um, it's not as simple to push through certain transfers. So Kane's obviously not officially handed in a transfer request but an example Stuart James gave was um, there was an agent that was basically saying if you can't find a solution you do whatever is necessary to get out um, you know stuff like I'm not playing pissing about in training bad body language all that kind of stuff and he said there's a current England international current still playing who missed out on a transfer to Liverpool because he wasn't prepared to do the last bit of their ex- exit strategy the player told his manager and the chief and the chief executive he wanted to leave, but when it came to saying that he wouldn't go on the pre-season tour that summer, he couldn't bring himself to do it. He just wasn't comfortable taking things that far, and in the agent's words, fucked it. Do you think if Levy is not shaken from the 150 million and he's only getting 149, do you think Kane has it in him to literally down tools, sit on his hands, and fully force it? No. Kane is a he's a consummate professional. That's the one thing that we've always known of him. Um, ever since he's come in on the scene, you always know that that part of his game, he does love his football. He's not going to actually jeopardise that part of of his footballing career. And I really do believe like that is something that we are very lucky to have, a player like this. Um, people might call it because he's English or whatever, but I, I don't believe he's that a player of, of that kind of mentality. He's always going to want to be playing and on the pitch as much as possible. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe he might be frustrated if he is told that he can't go. But largely, like, the love of the game, and I keep going back to it, players like Zaha and Grealish, if you can't get your, your move, you just crack on and just get on with it. Generally, that's how it goes, man. Uh, Mr. Mr. Immaculate D, you said in the comments, y'all acting like we had a phenomenal season that CL year. Potra screaming. I mean, that's the comment. Um, you must be new here, Mr. Immaculate D. I don't know why you've called yourself that. Um, please listen to some past episodes because that is 
probably the, and the the complete opposite of what we think. We know we weren't good in the league that year, <clears throat> uh, that particular year. We got lucky. So just just uh, you can say what you want in the comments. Just don't lie. Just we we don't we don't do them things around here. Now mm. to the fun bit. So another person, another journalist, Mr. Carl Anker, in my humble opinion, probably the best reporter at the Athletic, even though he reports for United. Shout out to Mugger Mafia. Carl decided to play a game this week, and we're going to call it the Hurricane Draft Round, uh, or the Hurricane Trade Round, however you want to spin it. And essentially, a couple of teams, we imagine the world where, you know, it's like the NBA, where you have particular, you know, star elite talent player, and you can't, you don't trade in necessarily figures or cash, you trade in uh, different types of players or an accumulation of players that you think is a fair trade. So we're going to go through a couple of teams, and I just want to see what you boys think. If if this was how real life operated, uh, A, would these be fair trades, and B, would you take these trades in some way, shape, or form? So we're going to start with Chelsea. So Carl said that if we were to do the Harry Kane draft, uh, Chelsea, uh, to claim Harry Kane, would swap us Tammy Abraham, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Ethan Ampadu and the star boy wing back Valentino Livramento. No. Keep next. it. <laughs> 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 next one. In fact, you passed the mic at me. What, fact, no money at all. No money. No, 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 there's no, no, there's no, there's no money in any of these, in any of these. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. No, give, no. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give to my son's Jordans. Trash. Nathan Ampadu. <laughs> 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 So what, we can have a bunch of we can have a, a bunch of Callum Hudson and Doys and would be potential players instead of real hitters. Wait, now, wait, man. wait, wait. Oh, let, me, let me let me just wait, wait. They said Nathan Ampadu, Callum Hudson and What was the other two? Tammy Abraham and Valentino Livramento. Oh, who, by the way, oh, if you watch the under twenty three game, that Livramento kid is messed. He's listen, not. Listen, listen. Let me tell you this now, yeah. Does Tammy start for for Chelsea? No. Negative. Does he start ahead of of Giroud? No. Negative. Wait. So hold on. He can't. He can't start ahead of a man that got called a goal cut by his, his French compatriot. Yeah. But you want us to take him? Oh, suck yourself, bro. <laughs> bro uh, all I'm saying is that Chelsea needs to stay there, bro. He is yeah. not it, bro. Uh, I don't care what yeah. anyone says, man. That that potential potential shit. Yeah. Nah, man. What keep it. If it was straight, <laughs> if it was so, if it was just straight player swaps in this draft, so no peas, what do you think would be a fair trade with Chelsea? Well, the Kane, Kovacic, 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 I'd take Zuma, Kovacic, Kante, and I don't want Zuma. Uh, Kovacic, Kante, and you got. Oh, now give me Mendy. Give me Mendy. I want a black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Throw that in. Make it spicy. So Mendy, so Mendy, Kovacic, Kante for Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. That's fair. That's fine with that. Okay, Spurs on filters wants to dash a bit of Ziyech in there. You know, I can respect that. I can respect that. Yeah, tuck Ziyech in there. That's a baller. I know he's had a bad. That's a uh, the Manchester City oh, no. uh, proposal. Manchester City proposal was uh, Mendy, Jesus, Nathan Aki, and Raheem Sterling for Harry Kane. Oh, we're talk about that. We're going talk about that. We're back. I'll talk about that. Benjamin Mendy, Gabriel Jesus, Nathan Aki, and Raheem Sterling. 
Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not all of them, obviously, but... No, it is all of them. No, it's all of them. It's all of nah. them. Those, those are the ones that he said, ah, ah, fair, fair, nah. fair. All of them saying, every day of the week, bro. I tell you what I'm saying now. I tell you what I'm saying now. Mendy, we know what Mendy's about. He's a party boy. Yeah, so he ain't, he's going to come just be injury. What, Mendy in London? His head is going to go, bro. Yeah? <laughs> he ain't getting enough up there. Mendy in London, his head's gone. Yeah? Them Brazilian man in London, head's gone again. Jesus ain't going to be the same when he touches London. Sterling in London. And look, listen, Jamaican man, London? <laughs> Forget that. He said, all of them, man, their head's going to be turned when they come right here. So my, I'm saying no. No to that. No okay. to that. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes. Nah, I'm not taking that. I'm even dropping Harry Kane there. I'm dropping it. I'll take that. I want to bro, get when you Silva and Roger. Jesus and Nathan Ake. I'll take that. Nathan Ake had a small I'll take that. I'd take just the three of them, to be fair. Hi, bro. Everyone. Every single one of them. Under 26. I'm taking every single one of them. Nah, 100%. Nah, everyone. I'm taking. I want, I want Sterling, Bernardo Silva, and I'm going to actually rebuff what I said. I don't want Rodri. Bernardo! No, brother, we, yeah. don't, we don't have that. We don't have the, that racism over here, brother. We don't, we don't need that down here, man. Yeah, but he's like. He's like. He's like Cavani racist. He's, he loves that. <laughs> 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 I'm not racist. I'm, I got sure black friends, that. I'm innocent. Uh, I'm innocent. Geez. That came from talks. That didn't come from me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That, that <laughs> that. It wasn't me, but it wasn't me who said it. But I, but I think I agree with that man still. Think about it for a second. Hey, I agree with that man. I agree with that man, but I wasn't the one who said it. Okay, so so, yeah, this, so we're, take, we're taking the city trade. Like Mendy, Mendy can come for the vibes if he wants. We're taking the city trade. Um, right. I I know what. So yeah. So I know what everyone's probably going to say to the proposed United one. Um, give me so, Rashford or give me death. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> the <proposed laughs> the proposal was uh, Axel Twanzebe, Jesse Lingard, oh. Anthony Martial, and Diego Diego Dola, Diego. Dallas. Dallas. No, 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 Basically, he's either the replacement for Deli Ali or Deli Ali automatically steps up his game. Boom. Yeah. Then you've got ooh, bad boy mixture issues I, killing him. That's exactly <laughs> <a> lie <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, but really, someone's just got to take Lingard. 
I'd take Tony and I'll take Rashford and I'd be happy with that. I take him. I take him. I take him. And I don't regret. Taking that white privilege to circle, yeah. With less mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> the so, Okay, so so let's let's agree on it on a United draft. So we've got Rash. Van Van der Beek, anyone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah take him. Yeah. yeah. Rashford, Van der Beek. Oh, and Lingard. No. Luke, Luke Shaw, if regular done, uh, stays as regular done. Isn't it? <laughs> hey. I'm, hey. put, I'm putting Lingard. I'm going to put Lingard in there. Hey, Lingard out of there, bro. We're not doing this mystery society thing. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, Rashford. Who was that one you said? Rashford van der Beek. Yeah, I'll take that. And you know what? Chuck Greenwood in there. Um, for Harry, yeah, for for Harry Kane. That's not balanced, though, man. Big man. Why is it not balanced? Rashford, Van der Beek, Harry Kane. I will tell you. So I will tell you, yeah. In NBA, what give you the prize? That's it. Yeah, our team's, yeah, our team's the five star. You man are giving us a bunch of free stars. You better make it work, bruv. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. Us. we don't need to make it work. You, hey, the deal needs to work with us. We've got the James Harden. You better give us players, bruv. I hear that. I hear that. Okay, uh, so Barcelona, who are one point three billion dollars in debt, uh, Carl thinks that in a trade they could give us. Emerson, Longley, Coutinho, and Griezmann. Oh. When I heard Longley, yeah, I'm out, man. I'm out, brother. Wait, wait, wait. How, how much is their debt? Emerson, say who? Emerson. Uh, so their, their debt is $1.3 billion. So they have to, they might have to stump up a little bit, which means they'd give us Emerson, Longley, Coutinho, and Griezmann for Harry Kane. Get rid of Longley and... Yeah, I'm not saying you know, brother, that posing blackface. I'm not saying it, bro. Who did what's, that with this? Griezmann. Griezmann. Where down? Yeah, man. Get out of here. Personally, if it, was, if it was up to me from Barcelona, I would like to take Frankie de Jong. I would like to take Puig uh, and Andrew Fati. And then they can have King. Bro, look at what you just asked for. <laughs> That's I talk to you, you know. They need a striker. They need Frankie Frankie the Young alone costs like ninety million pounds, bro. But what's he worth to Barcelona in comparison? He's worth more than that. If Frankie the Frankie the Young left Barcelona today, they would ask for well in excess of a hundred million. But in terms of like star power, do you know what I mean? In terms of star power. What the value is of their players? Them men are in one point something billion debt. <laughs> A lot of fucking you money. You can have Kane give us your entire club, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you are in debt. You don't negotiate with us. We told you the terms. You're broke. Do you know what? Do you know what they're saying? Andrew Fatty and Griezmann. You know what? I would. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. That was that was that was that was that to be fair, you let it slide because he, he, he was dressed as a Harlem Globetrotter. That's why you let it slide. Just, just what's cool? We'll just sell him. Sell him somewhere else, innit? Yeah. Free weight. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's not Cavani black. You hear me? He's not, he's not <laughs> black. Last one before we um, get to the Leicester preview. Madrid. Bale. Varane. Jovic and Ojirazola. The um, I think it's a right back. All day long. All day long. We're having that, yeah. All day long. 
all day long. Take, take so Joe, Bill Varane, Joe Vicks, and uh, all day long. I feel like I'm telling them to keep bail, though. I'm not lying. All day long. Varane! Varane! I take Varane, yeah. Varane for me, for Harry Kane. Varane, Joe Vicks. Yeah, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Nah, I'm not taking that. Um, the wait, right wait, 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 wait. Isn't, isn't Varane towards the end of his career, no? No, no. No, I'm taking out, the, I'm taking out the right back and I'm taking out Bell. Because of... Give us Varane, Jovic, Valverde. Valverde. They're not selling Valverde. They're not fucking. I don't care! Bruv, we're trading for Modric, and I'm I'm in all day, mate. All yeah, day. yeah, that's it. I'll take that. Bell for Modric. I also take okay, that. So best player I've seen in the Spurs shirt. So we're saying Modric. So we're saying Modric, Jovic, Miller, and Varane for Harry Kane. Yeah. In fact, how about how about um so Jovic, Varane, Kubo, and mm-hmm. um mm, tasty, tasty. For Bell. I would mm-hmm. I would take a Kubo. Because that mm-hmm. kid looks, yeah, he looks tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, thank you, you like, like, the, like, thank you for tuning into the thank you for tuning into the Harry Kane Um And then yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna preview Leicester, and if we if we can do that quickly, one or two listeners questions at the end. So, uh, we a lot of the time people ask us, would you take Brendan Rodgers? Brendan Rodgers doesn't want to come and all that kind of stuff. And something that a few of us have said over the years is that you know we've been a bit worried that he, he might actually have the quote-unquote Spursy gene, the bottle gene, whatever you want to call it, um, especially with the way Leicester collapsed last time around. They're looking like they might do it this year. Um, and ironically, they're playing us on, on the last day. So how do you think the Leicester game is going to go, gents? We're going to lose 3-0. <laughs> won't be 3-0, but we're probably going to lose. We'll score Top. a goal. Tops. I have, I have no faith because this season, not only as a whole, but our performances against the top six sides has given me enough confidence or a lack of to show that we're not getting anything out of that game. Um, don't think we've got any wins this season against a top seven or eight team. Um, no, we have, but just not in 2021. Yeah, I have no confidence. I, I feel like whilst Tottenham season is obviously at an end, there's nothing to play for. Um, Leicester know what is on the line for them, um, and the performance was so disappointing against Villa, um, and they're not even a superior side. So a team with better quality that will be probably more up for it. On top of us being away from home, uh, at this point, I just want the season to end. So my confidence level for this game is at an all-time low. Uh, I can't, I can't be confident in in this result at all. Okay, Sai, any thoughts on the Leicester game? I've, I've I've seen us I've seen us pull out weird results against these against them boys, um, and genuinely, I feel like the pressure might get to them. Leicester, that is. Um, I think we could get a win from this game. It won't be pretty, but I think we can scrape a win. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I genuinely think, like, back on, on your Brendan Rodgers point, we could be auditioning for him and 
I think it's a bit scary hours if we manage to beat him and then we end up signing him because that would be, what, two years in a row where he's just fucked up top four? Yeah, he's won an FA Cup, but no one really cares about that. Like, yeah. Like, it's a weird game, to be perfectly honest. Huh? That's a you big question for Leicester. We'll touch on that another day. Touch on that another day. Um, yeah, no, I entirely agree. It would be very odd if we hired him after bottling top four uh, two years in a row. Personally, I I just want us to. I just want Kane to score two goals just so he gets the golden boot out of you. Be honest. Um, there was a question asked earlier. Someone alluded to it very very recently, and it connects to a question we were asked earlier. So Scotty TTID says I can't be the only one who wants to lose to Leicester, so we don't get uh, Conference League, which links into Kaif's question. He said Conference League or no European football. So what? Because I know Yao, you were you were quite strong on the last pod saying we need we need that Europe. Um, so obviously we know where Yao kind of stands on that. How do the rest of you feel about the uh, the conference, the European Conference League, the Ranarama yeah. International? Get us out of it! Get us out of it! I will take no. I will take. I'll take finishing below Arsenal just not to be in that competition. I don't even care at this point. Um, if it's not, if it wasn't Europe, if it's not Europa League or Champions League, I don't want it. So. Yeah, I want us to finish eighth. We're not going to beat Leicester anyway. So me saying, "Oh, I want us to win or lose," is it, it doesn't make it doesn't matter because we're not going to beat Leicester at the King Power. No way, no chance. So we're gonna get we're gonna get no European football, and I'm here for it. Bro, this sixty's got to your head, bro. Yeah, your head's burning. Did, did I hear you say you're having to fall, fall behind Arsenal? Listen, I'm yes, I am. I am. If it means, if it if it means we're not playing, we're not playing Subway FC and McKeesburger <laughs> Athletic, then yes, I will do it because I don't want to be in that competition. Bro. Let them get some experience. I don't want to be in that competition. I don't want to be in that competition. It's going to add more fixtures to our season and. Winning it as well. No money if we don't. Then we sell. We got to sell. We got to sell to buy anyway. We got to sell to buy anyway. So then we sell. We have to sell. If we we have to sell. I'm inclined to agree with um, with Tobes on this. Last year, when when we were scratching and clawing to get Europa League, it's very clear I didn't want it, and we've seen how it fucked our season like yet again. So me. As 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 is, as has been alluded to, it would be pretty pretty damn funny for Arsenal to have their song and dance about Cotterin's Day and all of that stuff to end up in the C list European competition. I'm all for that, mate. I'm all for it because yep. if we do get the right manager in and we do have the ability to just coach our players, build a new squad, who knows what could happen? Teacher, what about you? Are you are you having Christmas yeah. Day in the name of no European European conference? No, I actually want Europe. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, for a few reasons. For a few reasons. One, it's pulling power, regardless of what what you might think or what you might see. It's definitely pulling power, and we need it now more than ever. Because think about it, it's really difficult to articulate right now why a player should join Spurs. We're not known for handing out peas. And, and and when I talk about a player, I mean a player that's gonna affect the game. We're not talking. We don't. We're not a team to hand out peas. One, two. Realistically, if I'm being honest, when I look at the trajectory of the top six right now, do I think Spurs have a more than 
40% chance of making the top four next season. Boy. Boy, you know. The answer to that isn't isn't yes, if I'm being real with you. Yes. And on top of that, we're about to let go of Harry. Yeah? Like, boom. 20, was it 22 goals and 12 assists? Mad like Something like, something like. 13, so, yeah. 13 so, so, Europe obviously gives us the potential of getting into the Champions League. Are we going to win it? That's, 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 that's the reality of the situation. Who knows? But we stand a better chance of winning that than I think we do of, of, of getting in the top four. Right. So, for me, I would take it for the pulling power. And second, I know people are, would disagree with that, but it's European football, isn't it? And, and it's, it's something that adds to the, to the plate of the reasons why you would come to Spurs. And, and and so for that reason and for that reason mainly I would take it. And I think to be on that, like as a team, there is depth there. There is depth there. Like we, we do have depth. So we, we can rotate. We, we can we can keep players fresh. As long as everyone's fit anyway, we can keep players fresh. So yeah, man, I'll I'll, I'll take it. Fuck it. Alright, so quick just a quick fire, uh, to start rounding off. Uh top so there's been a few, you know, who do you want as as manager? So I just want one name. No explanations. If you want to sprinkle a little director of football in there as well, you're more than welcome to. So, Tops, who do you want in charge of Spurs next season? Blow the bag for Eric Ten Hag and Ralph Ragnick as director of football. Sorry? Same as Tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same as Tops or Lewis Campus. But he ain't coming. Mm-hmm. He ain't coming. Tobes, Goldberg? Uh, same as... <laughs> same as... Um, yeah, which is the same as Tops and... and, and uh, <laughs> Brendan Rogers. I'll get out of here, bro. Send <laughs> the peas on him. Bring him there, man. Bring yeah. him. Oh, are we talk- I thought we were talking about realistic. If we're saying unrealistic, then yeah. Brendan Rogers or... Brendan Rogers. yeah. I thought I thought I'm, teacher was gonna I thought teacher was gonna say something like Chris Hutton for the Latskins. Team. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, he's gonna say Liam Liam Rosinia, man. Liam Rosinia. Liam Rosinia. Fucking hell. And then last one, just 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 add a little bit of a little bit of sprinkling on top of the paint. So Nana asked ages ago, um, how did you guys become Spurs fans in the era of United and Arsenal and a bit of Chelsea's initial dominance? Uh, me personally, my dad's actually a Chelsea fan, um, but uh, I, I used to go to them. She used to go to them. You know them community things that they used to do at the stadium. Them, them, them Easter holiday kickball things. Yeah, I went to that. Met Teddy sharing them in them. I was like, yeah, this is alright. If only I knew. Yeah, that's that's why I'm here. So, um, I became a Tottenham fan very similar to you. My dad was also a Chelsea fan. Um, his brother finally worked um, in Edmonton and he would take his son so my dad would just follow his brother and bring me with him because I was the eldest um, and then my dad when it was like when I was like 30, 14 he was like I'm not going with you anymore so I was just um, making my way on my own from time to time but yeah pretty much since I was like 4, four or 5 years old teacher I grew up in T. I grew up in the block. I used to fucking kick ball right outside the stadium. I remember this this mad memory. I was playing, I don't know, some random some random team. And as I scored a goal, someone in the Spurs stadium scored a goal. And there was this huge fucking applause and I was pretending like it was for me. 
And um, since then I've been hooked, bro. It's been, it's just been, it's just been a legacy. But yeah, you know, I've been, I've been Tottenham through through. My brother supports Spurs. My dad, God forgive him for his sins, is an Arsenal fan. So yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, it just had to be that way. I think partly as well as as a young man, you want to defy your parents. So I think that might have probably had a play to part in it, a role to play in it. But yeah, man, it's, it's always been a teaching. I hear that, I hear that. Tobes? Oh, your mic, your mic moving a bit mooky. Is it my mic, my mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that better? That better? Nope. Mm-hmm. We'll, come back, we'll come back, we'll come back. Bye. Some would say I'm a legacy fan. <laughs> Third generation still. Third generation, ushering in the fourth gen. Um, my great uncle, my uncle, my dad, Daryl Spurs. Um, half my family is Arsenal, but they all deferred from Spurs because uh, Ian Wright and them man there. Um, so yeah, we're we're a Spurs family, and long may it continue. Hear that? Yeah. Kind of like teacher, similar, born in tea, raised in tea, kicked born in Ferry Lane, Broadwater Farm. I'm alumni out here, but my dad's a Liverpool fan, and I told him from a young age, I don't like the colour red, innit? And then he tried to show me United, um, I think it was like early United, yeah, so they were wearing some away kit. And uh, he goes to me, oh, do you like this team? And I was like, yeah, 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 I like him. But then he told me that they're called the Red Devils. So, hey, we told you none of this demonic stuff. So I decided to pick Spurs because they were just down the road. And them times in the early days, I'm not going to say my age, edit, but it was decent. You hear me? Couple trophy lists. I mean, man was all right. And then freaking Alan Sugar went and ran away with the PE. I called him up. So yeah, it was tough in the, the rest of the nineties, isn't it? Primary school, secondary school, man got. Man got insulted a few times. I had to beat up a few men. They know my face. <laughs> you know so, so you know what that is. And last but not least, Tobes. Let me. Is that better? Is that, that better? better? Much better. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, for me, uh, local team really. Uh, obviously, you know me. I'm from Enfield as well. Mm-hmm. So in primary school, just when we were getting into football, my brother picked Arsenal. I picked Spurs. I don't know why, weirdly enough, I like Spurs. And as I, 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 the more I watch them, the more I like them as well. And then I think I just had an affinity for the to the well, to the black players in the team as well. Like obviously my favorite player, one of my favorite players, Deadly King. Then one of my my favorite striker at Spurs, Jermaine Defoe as well. So there were a lot of decent things to like about Spurs as well. And I think I was getting into football at a time where Spurs were seemingly getting better or move trying to move away from the mid-table mediocrity um, that <laughs> that was before before my time as a as a football fan. So yeah, unfortunately, I made the wrong choice. It seems because we're lumbered with pain. Word, word, word. Um, so yeah, fucking great show, boys. Uh, thank you for everyone listening. Uh, make sure you follow the Twitter uh, Spurs underscore Touchline. Uh, new name pending for next season, but don't worry about it. You probably guess what it will be. Um, follow the Instagram as well, Spurs underscore Touchline. Follow fucking Touchline Fracker on Twitter and Instagram. Jump on the Discord. Uh, we're um, we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna get a strong Spurs presence on on the Sunday. All the games gonna be going off at the same time. Agendas flying left, right, and centre. Toby's gonna lose his head when Winks tries to pirouette someone and loses the ball. Um, and yeah. 
Fucking bow on all your head tops. Love that. Good show, boys. On debut, has got the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips in. Oh, great Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London. That is absolutely incredible on debut. Oh, yay! Sports Social Podcast Network.